Hey, yo. You are now locked in. Yo, it's about to shut it down. You are locked in. To Canada's number one. You know what it is? Canada's number one. Urban Talk Mix Show. We about to get this hopping right now. The Nifty Christian Radio Show. The Nifty Christian Radio Show. With your host. Check this out. Oh, yeah. Nifty and KC. Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's get it popping. It's all about, oh, 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 yeah, it's all about forgiveness and, oh, uh, see the rain, it's in the sky, I see the pain, it's in the eyes, just a man, prone to minimize, Midnight, I can hear the bitter cries Love and hate, it's a thinner line I see you swallowing your pride to pretend it's fine I wish I would have seen this ahead of time Then I could avoid all the pain that you feel inside Can't sleep, all the memories Crying out the car like, would it ever leave? Don't remember me, what's the remedy? I don't wanna feel like I'm sleeping with the enemy Shh, oh. Man, this whole thing is bittersweet I should forgive since Christ is forgiving me yeah. At least I know this in my head But it's so much easier said Yeah, oh And say forgiveness is a choice Disappointment and anger give bitterness a voice But, uh, Swallow my pride and follow my God Till I finish this course Forgiveness is a choice Disappointment and anger give bitterness a voice But, uh, I gotta swallow my pride and follow my God till I finish this course. It takes time, the minutes pass, erase the lines, you finish last. Cause you keep submitting to what's in the past, going through the same cycle like a spinning class. Uh, and I know that it's a process, still trying to get past what your pops did. Yeah. Now you feeling like a monster, explaining to the counselors everything your mom said. They cut you, Kinsu. God knows everything you've been through, how you've been bruised, he's in tune, but forgiveness is the healing for them wounds, so you gotta let it go, let it go, it'll kill you, if you let it grow, unforgiveness is a poison, the choice is yours, I'm just a voice here to let them know that, uh, they say forgiveness is a choice, disappointment and anger give bitterness a voice, but, I gotta swallow my pride and follow my God till I finish on this course. They say forgiveness is a choice Disappointment and anger give bitterness a voice But, uh, I gotta swallow my pride and follow my God Till I finish to this course The very last time he hit me, I vowed to never ever let anybody do that to me again He preached one thing but lived another He had the nerve to call me a hypocrite He said I was his favorite And this is how he shows he loves me After being married for ten years, the test results come back positive She told me I was her only love And then I saw her with her I thought she was my friend how could she do this to me? Forgive them? Never. You say I can't forgive, I can't forget. They apologize, you can't accept. Demand respect, imagine that. When every time you sin, God cancel debt. Yeah. And every time he's forgiving you. Every time that you ate a piece of forbidden fruit. I know you've been abused, I ain't in your shoes. But I know if you let him dig up the bitter roots. And show him love, you overcome. Loving enemies is part of growing up. Wanna hold a grudge? I know it's tough. 
But if Joseph the dreamer forgave his older bras And Christ forgives And died for sins and likes to give life Though we ain't got the right to live Then we should know how to wave our rights to win Whether we're great or a light offense Gotta show him love Forgiveness is a choice Yes, yes, man. Welcome to the Nifty Christian Radio Show, the place for intelligent believers. Believe that. Five minutes past the top of the hour. Nifty KC, we are your hosts, and welcome to our world. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, thank you so much for joining us for another edition of the Nifty Christian Radio Show. Um, mm. We feel, we feel that yes. in our heart of hearts... That we got a great show uh, <laughs> planned for you today, and uh, title—the uh, title of today's show is uh, "Dating is Practicing for Divorce," or mm. rather, "Is Dating Practicing for Divorce?" And um, later on, we're going to be interviewing a good friend of mine, Pastor Steph uh, Wright, aka Rock the Big Bully, um, who has a, a very interesting view. You always yeah. call him that. Yeah, I do. I do. You, you always call him the big bully. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Um, he works out a lot, right? He's mm. a, he's a, he's a fitness dude, and uh, he's a very um, he's built. He's built. He's mm-hmm. a muscular guy. So you know when you know when you dap somebody, there's you know that 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 black hug when you go and you yeah, dap yeah. him and you yeah, yeah. you know you, you bang your chest. Uh-huh. Um, it hurts to do that. With I you. actually <laughs> I I have it seen hurts. I've seen I've seen that I I, I think. That that's true. I've seen him get. No, he didn't do it to me. Thank yeah. goodness. But I've seen him give someone dap, and the guy literally bounced a few feet. I know he was in pain. Yeah. I know he was hurting. I know he he has to be hurting. <laughs> yeah, Rock was one of those guys, man. Like to dap him, you you need to tense up for him. You know that I get. It's painful, get man. It's it's real painful. Um, but that's why I call him, you know, the big bully. Mm-hmm. But that's my dude right there. I mean, he's a great pastor. He's, he's also uh, a great guy. Yeah, great, great, great guy. Man, a uh, great youth pastor. I've seen the fruit uh, with his youth and everything. So, and he's 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 got a unique view that um, I definitely want to um, you know yes. air out there. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes, yes. Uh, uh, you wanna you wanna tune in for that? Yeah, man. So please, please stay tuned for our interview with uh, Pastor Steph, aka Rock the Big Bully. Yeah, can I do a little spoiler? I want to do a little spoiler. Okay. Not too much. Okay. Just. Just the deal with Rock. This is the deal with, with with Rock that we're about to interview him for. He does not date. Yeah. Period. Okay. Yeah. So so you want to stay tuned to yeah. hear hear why and why. why he thinks it might actually be wrong. Yeah. Um, and we might be actually agreeing with him. But uh, yeah, you know. he's his argument is very persuasive and it makes so much sense. We sat there going, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel you. I feel you. Um, but yeah. But stay stay tuned for that. Um, Casey and I also have our own thoughts on that as well. So we'll be getting into that very soon. We also got new music, as you just heard, by The Truth. That one's called Forgiven. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite songs off that album, man. If you haven't gotten The Truth album, uh, The Whole Truth, uh, pick it up, man. It's definitely, definitely a, yep. a great, solid, solid project. Yep. Um, we got new music today by Andy Mineo. Yes. Is, is that how I say his yes, name? Yes, Mineo. Formerly known Formally. as uh, C-Light. Which he hates, by the way. Uh. So just <laughs> just don't call him C-Light anymore. I, I'm so tempted, He doesn't man, like but, that. Uh, we also have new music from... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by by myself, baby. Some uh, you know, uh, for those who don't know, um, myself, Nifty. The new album called The Ones is coming out November 11th. So we're gonna uh, play a new track for a single off of that. Um, Crooked Preachers and the support for the song has been it's so been overwhelming. Great. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you so much to all the people who have been uh, downloading it so far. Thousands of downloads, man. Uh, so thank it's, it's you so much. It's been fantastic. Now yeah. I don't know if anyone's read the press release, which really gives a background as to what this song is about. So for those who, you know, don't like to read too much, <laughs> you want to give them a little yeah, cold note? I've gotten a lot of backlash with it. Um, I, I don't want to say a lot. I've gotten some It's gotten some, some criticism. And um, some people thought I was comparing preachers to secular mainstream rappers. And um, they, I guess some people didn't really read the press release, but um, the premise behind the song was my brother-in-law is a huge J. Cole fan. And uh, he gave my wife and I um, this J. Cole mixtape. And uh, J. Cole, for those who don't know, is uh, the new artist that's signed to Jay-Z's label. It's the Jay-Z protege. And uh, Jay-Z, uh, not Jay-Z, J. Cole has his song on his mixtape that's called Little Ghetto Negro. You know, the other word for that, though. The N-word. The, the N-word. Mm-hmm. And in that song, he talks about how he can't uh, really learn, or people in the hood can't really learn from teachers because they can't relate and the cops and the preachers are crooked so the people that they really learn from are the rappers mm-hmm. and I heard them like come on now really so basically the premise of his song is he's saying that rappers are people that can relate to the streets and people that are more honest and real and that's why those are basically the, the real teachers it can be further from the truth uh, so you know the song Crooked Preachers which I'll you know we'll play in a few minutes um, basically talks about, you know, well, if you think the preachers on the Christian side are crooked, let me just point out to the teachers that you feel are so real. And I basically talk about some of their uh, most notable teachers, if you will. And uh, so that was the premise behind it. Just basically, you know, I find, I find a lot of people, um, when something happens, like, you know, the, the, the whole thing with the truth or ambassador or mm-hmm. Eddie Long, mm-hmm. I find a lot of people use that as a reason to turn away from Christianity. They say, well, Christianity is, or Christians are not real because look at what this guy is doing or this guy is, is not the real deal because he preaches this but then says this. Right. And they use it as justification but at the to, end of the day, we don't place to our not faith. do something. We right? don't place our faith in man, though, at the end of the day. And that's that's the problem with a lot of it. That's number one. Mm-hmm. And not, and then number two is whoever you do listen to, whether it be, um, you know, a T.I. Or, or, or Lil Wayne, those cats ain't really real either. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you can't go around saying that we ain't real when the dudes that you listen to are, you know what I'm saying? They're like cardboard cutouts. Exactly. So mm-hmm. uh, I, the song is basically pointing out that whole uh, angle. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to talk about it from that angle. Uh, yeah. So it, it was a good intense song. And really, I didn't diss anybody in the song. Everything that I say in the song is a fact. I said I said Wayne kissed a man. There's pictures of it on it. It's it's a fact. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Everything that I said in the song, I, I talk about T.I. going to jail, coming out and going back in. There was no... 
hearsay. Everything I said was a fact. There's no Illuminati business because yeah. that's not a fact. Everything I said is fact. So, I mean, I don't feel, I don't think you have a real grounds to really diss me or talk bad about what I said because everything I said was factual stuff no right. no need to challenge it yeah no ins- insinuation yeah or anything like you're that. not you're not speculating on anything exactly so um it is what it is um you know so yeah, for those uh you know who think I was trying to do a bad thing no I wasn't it was it was a good intention song uh mm-hmm. just basically aimed at those people who don't want to turn to Christianity with that lame reason yep and uh, we want to send a shout out to the winner of the 300 big ones contest Ashley Ashley, congratulations, my dear, and thank you for helping us choose this single. Yes, and I I also want to send a big shout out to the South for also uh, running the contest for us, man. Big, Mm -hmm. big shout out to them for running such a wonderful contest. Um, I was on the front page for over a month, so it was it was great, man. Treated you uh, well. Yeah, they treated me very, very well, Mm -hmm. and the support has been amazing. So. I'm humbled and uh, I, I'm so thankful to everybody. Uh, November 11th, the song's coming out. October 20th is the first video. Mm-hmm. So be on the lookout for that. And we'll also be having another little uh, treat for everybody with, with the video as well. Yeah. Amen. 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 <laughs> um, but today, Len, um, let's get into that, that article. One of the things that stemmed today's discussion, uh, there was an article that Casey found. Casey, the master of finding interesting articles um she found one about christians are no longer waiting yeah and uh thought it was a very interesting article yeah you want to um well, discuss your take on it because i i know it's i was saddened to read this man yeah it's 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 interesting and it really is um a little bit disappointing yeah um it's i i took it off of cnn's um blog their yeah. their belief blog but where they got this um their their source their source was a uh, relevant magazine that's a cr- online christian magazine okay and um it uh it came from an article in that magazine titled almost everyone's doing it yeah. now they coupled that with a bit of statistics and the statistics were actually disturbing in that they found that 80% of unmarried young Christians, mm-hmm. and that's ages 18 to 29, 29 yeah. have said that they have had sex. Okay, and that's slightly less than 88% of unmarried adults. It's crazy. Okay, young Christians. Crazy. 80% of young Christians have already had sex. Okay, now, yes. The abstinence movements, the abstinence movements are there. Mm-hmm. The purity rings, the purity, the pledge, the chastity pledge, yeah. all those, all those things. Yes, they're still happening, but they're being abandoned because everybody else is doing it. It's a, it's a social pressure, a peer pressure. It's social type. pressure. Yeah. The article in Relevant magazine interviewed. Um, they interviewed some young people, and one young woman said that. Uh, most of her Christian friends were having sex by the time she started having sex with her own boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And she said that it seemed pretty much that everybody she knew had done it already. Mm-hmm. And she said she even waited longer than most of her friends. And she was 20 when she began having sexual relations with right. her boyfriend. Right. And she was surprised to say that a lot of her friends had already done it. Who were Christians as well. Who were also Christian. Yeah. Now, they're all, you know, they, they talk about the factors that might have influenced this um, culture mm-hmm. and the media, pornography, and, and how the world sort of transmits this just 
do whatever feels good uh-huh. philosophy. And it's sort of, even though we're Christian, it still reaches our, our young people, whether or not they realize it. It's there. It's in the media. It's You have... And just to divert on, on a side note, because when I was searching for this article, I came across um, an article about um, Rihanna, for instance. Yeah. And she was filming a video in, in Ireland and in a, in a farmer's field. Okay. And what she did was she went from wearing clothes mm-hmm. to being topless in the field. She, literally, no clothes, no, no top, no bra, nothing. Wow. So the, the owner of the field was a Christian. And he got down off his tractor. He was vexed, huh? <laughs> and told her to put her clothes back on. Yeah. He said he didn't care who she was. He didn't know who she was actually, and he's he like, didn't he know. didn't care. Yeah. He didn't care. He said maybe they should serve a big, a bigger god. <laughs> Straight up. Because I don't agree with this. Now, again, Rihanna is a perfect example of how the media sexualizes and and how culture, pop pop culture, sexualizes its stars. She's pretty much, she's not even known for her talent as a singer in the the mainstream. She's known for her sex appeal. Yeah, antics and all that stuff she does. Okay, so, you know, even if you don't listen to her music, you see her. Mm -hmm. You see her. You know who she is. You know them, so I think that's that's an example. Just as a you know, I sort of deviated, but it's it's an example of how the media sort of feeds them, mm-hmm. you know. And then there's the, there's another example that they said not as, as a factor in that if you look back in biblical times, people got married younger, right, much younger than they do today. As a matter of fact, um, people are are waiting longer and longer to get married. Mm-hmm. So you have people getting married in their thirties and even forties. It's true. And technically speaking, that's an awfully long time to be, quote unquote, waiting. Waiting, yeah. And so in the old days, in the biblical days, you have people getting married at age 13, 15. Mm-hmm. So if you're getting married at age 13, the article says, you don't have to worry about 15 years of temptation. Right, right. It's true. And it's it's one of those things. I mean, this this is the one I, I, I kind of want to end end off the segment with this. But you know, uh, tell us your thoughts. One eight seven seven four four nifty. But uh, you know, these Christians not waiting. Eighty eighty percent is a staggering number. Um, <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's a staggering number. These are people between the ages of eighteen and twenty nine. Um, would this be such a problem if dating did not exist? Mm-hmm. That's the question that um, I want to ask. Would there be such a high premarital intimacy rate uh, if Christians just were not casually dating, period? Um, this one is called Cricket Preachers. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> it's by myself. Uh, check Very it out. Nice. We'll catch you all on the flip side. Don't change the dial. We'll be right back. Hit, hit you off. With the newest holy hip hop and R&B music first. First, first, first. The Nifty Christian Radio Show. Yeah, I got something on my heart that I feel I need to say. Um, some people might be offended, but that's not my intention, though. So, listen with an open heart. Listen. T.I. went to jail, came out of that jail, tried to be a role model, was doing quite well. He said he changed his life and that he ain't going back, but then a few months later, well, you can't talk about my teachers, I call you rappers preachers, they tell you how to live your life and then you receive it. They claim they're gangsters. 
losers and thugs and you believe it They all tell lies, man, they ain't no wise man Wayne kissed the man and say he ain't gay From what I understand, this Martian's not a shame My dudes speak life, they all have wives Your dudes speak death and kiss other men I ain't trying to diss you, man, I'm just speaking the facts You are who you listen to, so you gon' be that And I'm just scratching the surface, man, I could've took this deeper But never look at me and say I got crooked preachers Took this deeper. Never look at me and say I got crooked preachers. Cause I could've took this deeper. Never look at me and say I got crooked preachers. Jigger gets the charities, tries to save lives. Says that he's a killer. Now that's a great lie. You listen to them dudes who are full of fake rhymes, but I listen to them dudes who are trying to paint Christ. I know. At times the lives don't match up Whatever they are speaking to my seeds I can teach it Ricky told lies, 50 told lies Whenever they do something, man, the city's all lies By comparison, Henny Long is small fries The truth is back on track, man, he's doing alright Them dudes who I listen to, kick the wisdom dude But them dudes who you listen to, end up in the prison Big said he was poor when he was alive and rapping He lied a little tad, he was really middle class I mean, Biggie was a he made ten commandments. I hope you second guess and now a liar is a legend. Uh, Could've took this deeper. Never look at me and say I got crooked preachers. Cause I could have took this deeper. Never look at me and say I got crooked preachers. baby all right all right all right all right 22 minutes past the hour uh welcome back to the nifty christian radio show the place for intelligent yes. believers believe that and uh that was crooked preachers man remember uh the ones uh, november 11th man very easy Everywhere. 11 11 11 yeah, the ones and um if you're in the toronto area i'll be having a unplugged uh live release party uh, with the live band New Era That's gonna be nice I'm um, looking forward to that Yeah I'm gonna have like Something like an MTV Unplugged vibe mm-hmm. um, So strictly you know All live band tracks um, I'm gonna be sharing my heart My testimony 
Um, so for people that really want to get to know me mm-hmm. and know stuff that I've been through and where God has brought me from, um, this is a show that you definitely want to attend. And uh, it's going to be very emotionally charged. Um, and it's you know, free. And it's free admission. admission. is free. And the CD will be available exclusively for, for $5. Um, other, other, past that date, the price may go up. So you definitely want to, you know, attend this event. Um, you can log on to Facebook.com and just hit uh, Nifty Unplugged and you'll see the event on there. Um, it's going to be in uh, IEC, that's 49 Queens Plate. And it's uh, Friday, November 11th at 7 p.m. Admission is free. Never Heard is going to be there. King Poetic is going to be there. And, of course, my boy Tashawn Knight is going to be there. We also got T-Styles, uh, who's going to be in the building as well. So it's going to be it's going to be a great night. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a real, real, real mm-hmm. great, great night. Uh, but, yeah, but before we left off, we were talking about dating. Yes. And, uh, you know, these uh, teens that are really getting into the, the premarital sex and the premarital uh, intimacy, 80% of Christian teens um, engaging in the act, which is just, just crazy. And um, one of the things that we are going to be talking about later on with Rock, uh, here are the quote, and uh, this pastor once said that dating is practicing for divorce. That was heavy. A, it was a very, very heavy statement. And uh, when you think about it, let's let's just think about that for for a second. Um, let's just define dating first. Let's just let's yeah. just have a foundation. Because I think I think that that's the main problem. Yeah. I feel that a lot of young people are confused as to the definitions of dating. Yeah, absolutely. And and the motive behind it. Mm-hmm. And very few people realize that there's such a thing as courting. Mm-hmm. That 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 tradition of courting is is dying with today's society as, as more as modern society progresses. Before it was much more clearly defined. Yeah, what 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 has happened now courting is now a a subsequent phase after dating. Uh, if the dating phase goes well, mm-hmm. that's kind of what courting has come to now. But people don't really call it courting anymore. Uh, but courting basically is that phase where you are sure that you're going to marry this person, mm-hmm. and you're basically walking out those steps to move towards a marriage. Yes. Whereas, if, uh, generally speaking, when people are dating, there isn't um, marriage at the forefront of their thought. No. Maybe trying to weed out some people to get to the courting phase. Yeah. And uh, that's what we're talking about. We're, we're, we're talking about that phase where. You're not sure that you're going to marry this person, but you're engaging in a relationship with them and uh, just kind of seeing what's going to happen. Yeah, just seeing or where it leads. Just casual. A lot of times people just want to say that they have somebody, mm-hmm. um, especially in their younger years. You know, it's, 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 it's a social yeah. pressure, right? Mm-hmm, Everybody mm-hmm. else has a boyfriend or girlfriend and they want to just have one mm-hmm. as well. And it leads to a lot of uh, emotional um, baggage uh, problems. Um, it leads to the premarital intimacy, uh, teen pregnancy, STDs. I mean, there's a lot of things that, that come out of this when you think about it that, you know, it you don't even have to be religious or spiritual or a Christian to realize that maybe it's, it's not, not the, best the most thing for you. You know, common sense thing to do. But yeah. you, you don't think that way, of course, right? It's one of those things where um, I think it should be discussed. We, we had a poll on Facebook as well. And uh, I asked, what was the purpose of dating? Uh, on there and most of the people on the poll said that the purpose was to find a mate which basically is 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 the courting there were some that said that they would casually do it just just for fun Mm -hmm. and um i think i think this is just me i think a lot of the reasons why why christians do date is for that social acceptance outside of the church um what do you feel about that um I think maybe you're right. Mm-hmm. I think that the younger the Christian, the more likely they are to date without 
a true purpose.、Mm-hmm. Just to date to be with someone. Just to date for to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend.、Mm-hmm. To date to see if they find someone that they like enough、yeah. to become a boyfriend or a girlfriend. And、um, you know, you, you do have teenagers who will say, Oh, I love my boyfriend, and oh, I love my girlfriend. But personally speaking, years later, very few of the couples that I knew in high school lasted, made it、yeah. to marriage to date. Some,、dinner. one or two. Yeah. Maybe. So I think it's pretty safe like to say. Out of like 400. <laughs> I think it's pretty safe to say that most teenagers are ruled by so much emotion and hormones. And hormones, yeah. That they cannot level headedly、mm-hmm. view love in its proper context. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And so dating for them is, is far more casual than it is serious.、Mm-hmm. And yeah, I agree that they do date. To fit in with each other with, and also with the world, yes. But clearly, as we see from, from the statistics where so many of them are doing it, where 80%, it's, it's a peer pressure thing. So a lot of them have boyfriends and girlfriends, and they really feel like they just need to be. They, they, they see, they feel it's okay, and they, they feel like they need to, to be a part of it, they need to belong. Yeah, and I think it's also justification. Because, I mean, peer pressure and social pressure, there's obviously a line that you always draw. I mean, if somebody is, let's say, doing crack or whatever, right?、Mm-hmm. There's just some things that you just won't go you just won't go there. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think most people have a certain line that no matter what everybody else is doing, it's not going to move you. There are、mm-hmm. some, there's some area, like, like for me, for, for example, if everybody's smoking around me, There's, you can't sway me to smoke. You, can't, you,、right. you just can't do it. I don't care how much people are doing it around me. I will not be swayed.、Um, so you're saying that there's got to be something in the person that, who, that they, they, they want to do it in the first to, place. They and they just, do it.、Yeah. Now they feel it, as I said, they feel it's okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They feel I, that it's okay. I, I think there was a, a, a. And again, it's natural to want to do that. That's something, you know. I mean, yes, we're God, social creatures. God gave us that, that, that、yeah. sex drive. We are you know social I mean? creatures. We want to bond. We want to connect. We want to belong. We、yeah. want to be loved. We want to. Be with each other.、Yeah. We want to reach out to each other. That's, it, it, it is our nature. It is how we are. But the interesting thing, and, and, and Nif and I were talking about this, is that to find out the things that we claim we need to find in a potential mate while dating, to find out if we have stuff in common, to、yeah. find out if we're, we're good friends, to find out if this person is fun to be with, none of those things need. To be found out via dating. You don't need to date to find out if you're gonna be compatible with somebody. A lot of times, you know, you women always know from the first 10 seconds. <laughs> you know whether or not this is somebody that may have some potential.、Um, but thank you for the great segue, Miss K Sizzle.、Mm. Um, we're gonna talk about four phases. Because、uh, a lot of people say on the service that they date to find a mate. And let's be real. Um, you don't need to date you, to really. You actually don't. You can find out everything in, in a friendship. And, and I don't, we always th- say the that. The funny thing is, I don't think that a lot of us realize that. Yeah. It's only when you give that statement true thought. Like, sit, sit with that for a minute.、Mm-hmm. Sit with that for a minute and think about it. Do you really need to date someone to find out whether they're compatible with you? Hmm. If you think about it, Just, just turn that over in your mind for a minute. Yeah. You'll realize the answer is no. You really don't. 
four phases. Um, I've I've gotten this from a couple people, including myself as well. But uh, Ari Vernon, just so people don't say I'm plagiarizing or anything like that. <laughs> shout out Ari Vernon. Awesome pastor. Shout out Pastor Ty. Fantastic man of God. Shout out Nifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are right. I'm right but <laughs> <laughs> thanks. <laughs> um, but um, one of the things that you know when I speak with people as well, um, you know. We always say there's four phases that you definitely want to pay attention to and really build on in a relationship. Phase number one is, of course, the spiritual. Um, What is their walk with God like? Um, How do they interpret the scriptures? What is their prayer life like? What is their church life like? How are they walking out this Christianity thing? Mm Because, you see, the thing is, what's so interesting is that although many people call themselves Christians... Uh, people have different ways of how they live out their Christianity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if I feel that I'm this type of Christian and my wife is another type of Christian where let's say I believe in speaking in tongues and she believes in, um, you know, just uh, not speaking in, in, in tongues. Mm-hmm. We have two different views and our spiritual life, even though we're both Christians, it doesn't connect as strongly as it might have if we both believe in speaking in tongues. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's 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 like it's like let's say I believe in praying for five hours a day, whereas if she believes in praying for just you know ten minutes, mm-hmm. we're both Christians, but how we walk out that Christianity, there's there's a difference there, right? So uh, the first level that has to be built on, the first level that you definitely want to spend time analyzing and assessing is. How does your potential mate or just somebody that you're looking at, how do they walk out their Christianity? And does it match up to what you want in that person? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Is this person just saying they're about God, but then they're living a complete hypocritical life? Then obviously that's not something that you want to build on, right? So phase one, what is a spiritual life like? What is a prayer life like? What is a Christian walk like? And does that meet the standard that you are looking for? Mm -hmm. Phase two. Um, the intellectual phase. This is something where you want to talk about, um, you know, communication, educational background will definitely play a role here well, uh, as well. But communicating, man, like when you say something, does she or he interpret what you say in a completely different way? Mm-hmm. Um, can you guys communicate without arguing all the time? Mm-hmm. Why are you guys arguing if you're arguing? Like what is the base behind it? A lot of times someone's background will play a big role into that. Like, like for, for, for example, if my wife asks me how she looks, right, and I just say it looks cool, even though that's not an insult, that, you know, the term cool is actually a compliment at face value, mm-hmm. but she knows that I really don't like it, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So mm-hmm. she understands that when I'm communicating that to her, I'm trying to be nice, but I don't want to insult her. I just want to, I still want to say something positive, right. but not, you know, say, you know what, there's other options that, that could be better. Um, another woman who, who I might have said that to might have blown my face off and said, what? Nah, 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 nah. Right. So, I mean, it's just, you know, a communication thing. Um, can you guys have conversations with substance as opposed to just, well, how was your day? That's great. How was your day? OK, I'm going to make some dinner. 
Okay, I'm gonna watch some TV. <laughs> or if they just, or if the other person only talks about themselves. Oh my, don't you hate that? Oh, and they don't ask oh, you a man. thing. You never even stop for a breath for, oh, and how was your day? Well, oh. my day was, uh, oh, and you know what? And they go on. I it, hate that, man. Yeah. Yeah, they only uh, some, talk about themselves. There are some themselves. people that only talk about themselves. You, do, you know, a general rule, you definitely want to spend at least five to ten minutes on each other. Um, you know, in a general conversation. Don't, you know, if, if she's going to talk about her, be interested in what she's doing, uh, in what she's talking about. And when he's talking about him, be interested in what he's talking about. Proper communication so that you can connect on that level mm-hmm. after the spiritual has been established. Mm-hmm. Keyword, after the spiritual connection has been established. Mm-hmm. Third phase is the emotional. And the reason why I say this is third is because sometimes emotions, emotions can fool us. Um, a lot of times sin is wrapped up in emotions. Oh, it's yeah. not wrapped up in the spirit or in the intellect. A lot of times how we feel about something emotions sin the feels good. Perfect right? gateway. So, you know, you want to get the spiritual established first, get the communication established, and then say, okay, you know what? They're 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 down with God. They're they're smart. How do I feel about them now? What's their vibe? What's their personality? Are they likable? Mm-hmm. Um, things of that nature. You want to assess your emotion, your vibe. Does he, does he or she make you feel good on top of the fact that they're walking this thing out, on top of the fact that they can communicate with you properly? Right. And, you know, showing respect and things of that nature. Number four is the attraction. And, you know, we've mentioned this before on previous shows, but I, I strongly feel that once you get those first three intact, the person automatically becomes attractive to you. Mm-hmm. No matter what they look like, that's why you see, you know, some sometimes you see the most unattractive people with the most attractive yep. people. So we've listed this in order of importance. In order of importance. Just, just so you get that. And what the problem is, okay, this really bugs me, but the problem is people start off at phase four, mm-hmm. oh, he looks good, and they start dating him. <laughs> and then they want right? to work their way back. And then they work their way backwards, and then they get upset when they see that this guy ain't walking out his his, his walk of God the way, he, the way that he's talking about it. Mm-hmm. And then they want to, you know, break up with him or, or, or vice versa. Or then you find that you've you know? been pressured into in, into into um, the, marital the sex and all intercourse. that intercourse because you've built this long thing and now and now and you, you feel you like you start over you feel like you've been used or duped and that you weren't told when really and truly you sort of tricked yourself yeah. into this I want to add just a minor point that somewhere in between the second step and the third step the communication and the emotion it would be good to find out what the other person's views on dating courting and marriage oh, are amen amen um, if if you, that's a excellent that's an excellent way to find out it it, it goes a long way towards your compatibility and mm-hmm. finding out whether you're on the same wavelength in how you think and how you view certain things and, and, and especially your values yeah that's an important question to ask once you find once you find that out you you can actually probably make a very informed decision as to how this would probably proceed it's perfect perfect I couldn't have said it any better uh, that's that's exactly it right there you, if you find somebody attractive and then you say oh my gosh they look so good the woman looks so good and your emotions are tied up in how how she looks and then all of a sudden you're spending time dating this person and yada 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 and then I call up she's really not that smart and they're, they're dating based on the fact that they look good and they feel a, a certain way. Mm-hmm. And if you start backwards or when you start assessing their spiritual walk and their intelligence, you'll realize that you don't really need to date to assess someone's walk with God mm-hmm. and assess their intelligence. 
And then somewhere along the line, you can have a casual conversation about their views on dating, marriage, and uh, and courting, and, and so on and so forth. So, okay, hit the nail on, on, on the head right there. But if we can start doing this thing in the proper form, in the proper um And I know order, it's hard. I know it's hard. Oh, For yeah. young people, it's, it's hard. hard. You see somebody, and they look good, and you, you get butterflies, and you're infatuated, and yeah. sweaty palms, and you just don't know what to do when they're around. But there needs to be a way to extract that. You need to look beyond what you see before you. Mm-hmm. You need to look beyond that and look past that into the person that's inside. And that's how you build a proper foundation for a marriage. I mean, really and truly, uh, looks are going to fade. Mm-hmm. Um, emotions are going to weave in and out because if you on, on a bad day, your emotions fade. You know what I'm saying? Like, if the person does something to anger you, you're not all, oh, I love you, love you, love you. You're like, man, this person just really ticked me off. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But if you have a foundation where you've, you've done the spiritual walk, you've assessed and you both are walking it out with God together, and you both know how to communicate, no matter what happens... Uh, because your walk is so strong and you're both walking this thing out with God together on, you know, uh, together, um, it's very hard to divorce. It's very hard to want to break up or break mm-hmm. off with somebody because you guys are now in a spiritual thing. But when it's just based on the looks, when it looks fade, then of course... And they are going you, you to. You fade, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- I think that's a lot to do with what's going on in our society today is people are dating based off the wrong order. Yeah, and trying to work their way up, and by the time they get up, they found all these things that they don't like, mm-hmm. and they found reasons to want to leave. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people date and they don't like something, and they leave, they break up. That's why there's so much breakups. And I think I think this this quote is absolutely on point, where uh, these breakups are training subconsciously training our mind to leave a situation if we don't. Yeah, like. and and I agree. I couldn't agree more. The minute you don't like something, okay. Throw in the towel. That's it. Gone. I, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Okay, so mm, he was unfaithful. Uh, I'm done. I'm done. Gone. I'm done. No, I don't want to hear about counseling. No, he cheated. That it, it's over. It's over. Or you know, she just she, she just doesn't look good anymore. She gained weight. Yeah. Can't deal with her anymore. No, no. All these things come from the wrong order being built. I think we we, we need to walk around with the, with a certain checklist. It's it's all mm-hmm. about our standards, and we really have them all mixed up and it's a shame that we don't learn a lot of it until we're much older and can yeah, look back and and look at our young selves and go oh if i could have just gone back yeah and told my stupid self to wait or told my stupid self that that girl was no good or that guy was no good yeah. i would be so much smarter today unfortunately you know hindsight is 2020 yep and Always. you learn a lot through experience. Unfortunately, you got to go through it often to learn from it. But um, not if you listen to not this if show. you're a listener. If you're a listener, <laughs> you, you get a little bit of yeah. you're getting the benefits yeah. of, of of the of the experience without having to go through it yourself. Now, I mean, teens, you they listen to they hear their parents going, oh, you know, no dating until you're this age, and no sex until you're this age, and none of that, none of that, no boys, no girls. And it's not enough for young people often because they don't. There's there's no reason to not do it as far as they're concerned. And as a teenager, I can still remember being a teen and thinking, oh, okay, well, my mom didn't understand me. You don't know what it's like. You don't know what I go through. Yeah. You don't understand me. You don't know me. You don't live my life. Yeah. Get off my back. <laughs> you, I'm sure, any parent who's got a teen has heard that mm-hmm. when they try to 
tell them or, or, or advise them, no, stay out of my business, get out of my life. Yes, of course, there's the, there's the, there's a well-raised Christian teens, but then there are some who really don't get along with their parents. Love bad manners. Right, because <laughs> they feel that their parents don't understand them when yeah. truthfully their parents have nothing but their best interests at heart. And hindsight is twenty twenty. I and go back to that. Yo, real talk, if you're not ready to have a family, you're not ready to have sex. And if no. you're ready to have a family, then you should be getting married before you have sex. Sure. That's 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 it. I mean, point blank. If you, I mean, if you're not ready for the consequences of big man actions, <laughs> then don't do big man things. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, it, no, it's, it irks me when people think that 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 they're big to do that act, but ain't big enough to take care of the consequences of, of yeah. that act. If if you're ready to have, if you're not ready to have a family, don't engage in it. Mm-hmm. And if you're ready to have a family, then what are you waiting on? Get married and have a family. Now, you know what I'm this saying? is not to say that you get married just because you want to engage in sexual intercourse. You still need to engage all the four steps, all four yeah, of the steps yeah, that absolutely. that have been mentioned previously. Just getting married because you want to get into it, as we've mentioned in previous shows, a foolishness. That's not gonna cut it. Okay. It's not a solution. You're going to find yourself running into a whole different set of problems if your marriage is based on we got married because, well, we couldn't wait any longer. Mm-hmm. Okay? We've already talked about this. Just a little refresher. Smiley face. one 877 Um, If you don't agree or if you do agree, whatever your thoughts and opinions are, um, we'd love to hear it, man. Trust me. Uh, we're very open for, for conversation on, on this matter. We know a lot of people are not going to agree. Um, let's just say that from now. But um, think about it. Is what if, 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 we, if you were to employ what we're saying, can any bad come out of that? Think about that for a second. And mm-hmm. if you want to employ, if, if you don't agree and you want to employ your, your view where dating is okay, can any bad come out of that? The answer to your, your view is probably yes. More bad can come out of yours than, than, than it can from out of ours. Now, I'm not saying that not dating is wrong. I'm not going to go on record and say that it's wrong and it's sinful. Right. I do believe it's dangerous and you're opening up yourself to more consequences. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why gamble? That's, that's just my thing. Why gamble? Exactly. 1877-4 for Nifty. Um, this one is called... Uh, Hello World by Andy Mineo or C-Light, a.k.a. C-Light. Stop calling him that. He doesn't like it. I said, okay, sorry. Formerly known as C-Light. Excuse me. (laughs) Uh, It's a great track. He doesn't like it. Uh, When we come back, we're going to have an exclusive interview with my man, Steph Wright, a.k.a. Rock the Big Bully. And he's going to break down his views on why Christians should not date. All right? You do not want to miss this. Keep it locked. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Wish my roommates would turn down the TV. Shut up! Trying to record. Hello, world. Ain't no friend of ya. So quit with all the smiles. I won't bend for ya. I'm walking straight. Better now than never. I guess I started late. Now my heart's awake. When did this all begin? I guess it's hard to say. All I really know is that something happened inside of me. And it was not my own. I was chosen. Now I'm flipping paper for the profits. I ain't talking how my pockets grow. Not the paper with the dead people faces. Talking about them dudes that I've read in them pages. Now I'm seeing clear, but I ain't got LASIK. I'm thinking about my past. I never should have made it. But God in his grace saw fit to come and snatch me up. I draw the line in the sand, no I ain't backing up. Back in the days I was acting up. You know when communion came, your boy had to pass the cup. Pass the bread to sin. 
I was still in Offering when in the plate, my condoms almost fell in Outside I'm feeling cool, inside I'm yelling Outside looking free, inside's like a felon Doing time for rebelling, enslaved to that sin That I was dwelling in, brought the lie they were selling Like, go get as many girls as you can Then get it out your system now So you'll put a ring on that hand down the line When you're 30, after you had like 30 different women They so pretty, feeling clean, getting dirty Yuck, now what a lie from the mouth of Satan Let's use logic for verifying these statements Well, you keep chasing them, you'll only want more Sin is never satisfied, boy, we at war with ourselves. You ever wanted something so bad, it was all you could think about Yo, you had to have it, then you finally get it You like it for a minute, but then your eyes pivot Now you under something different, we got God-sized longings Why they try to fill them with them things that you can't take with you in the man we are back to the nifty christian radio show the place for intelligent believers believe that and uh as promised man i got i got my big homie on the line the big bullies what i call him uh pastor steph rock right how you doing man i'm good son i'm good how are you excellent man excellent as per usual <laughs> excellent with the h baby excellent with the h that's right y- y'all know how i be doing man <laughs> um listen man i've known you for years it's a pleasure to finally have you on the show um, for those that don't know, man, Rock is a multi-talented dude. Um, he's a youth pastor at a church out in Brampton and Toronto area. Uh, he's a very gifted MC. He's also a nutrition freak. Uh, you know, he's he's in the gym building. You know, that's why I call him the big bully, man, because if you dap him, he'll, he'll hurt you. <laughs> and uh, he's just an all-around good mentor to, to, to our youth, man. So I want to welcome you and thank you again for calling into the show, man. Much, much appreciated. Dude, man, thanks for having me. It's an honor to be on the Nifty Christian Radio Show, man. I know, no doubt, man. <laughs> um, so today we're going to be talking about dating and so on and so forth. And you know, I've spoken to you before about about this, and you probably have one of the most unique approaches and perspectives when it comes to that. But just before we get there, um, can you just give us a bit of background on yourself in terms of like how you came to know the Lord and how you got into like pastoring and so forth? Um, yeah, well, basically, I grew up in a church, and one of those dudes, um, my mother actually, ironically, rededicated her life to the Lord when she was pregnant with me. Okay. And, um, so, basically, I literally grew up in the church. She, she, you know, she rededicated her life. She was not in the church, so I was in, ever since an infant, and just been around church culture all my life. Um, it wasn't until I was probably about, I think it was 11 years old, when I actually made the decision to follow the Lord. Okay. Because I knew all the Bible stories. I mean, you grew up in church for 11 years, you know all the Bible stories, you know about Jesus. Yeah. 
Bass, he made an actual commitment to him. So when I was 11, I made that official commitment. Um, I got baptized probably about a year later. And um, I just stayed as the stagnant um, Christian boy who went to church all the time and didn't do crazy stuff. But I wasn't necessarily a, a follower of the Lord, I would say, at that time. Okay. Um, I wasn't necessarily discipled, I would say. And then uh, it wasn't until probably about late teens when I actually got serious. Uh, in my teen years, I wasn't like crazy, like wilding in the club, smoking, drinking, all kinds of stuff I stayed away from. Mm-hmm. I knew that as quote-unquote bad. But, man, I had a filthy mouth. <laughs> I would look at stuff <laughs> I shouldn't be looking at on TV. Like, yeah. some kind of things, you know. I was yeah, one of yeah. those guys. And when I was in my late teens, when I actually became serious with my walk with the Lord and um, I just got flown with the things of the Spirit and just getting in the scriptures and I got hungry for the Word and I would develop a personal relationship with the Lord and talk to Him every day, listen to Him every day, mm-hmm. get into the scriptures, listen to sermons, take notes. Like I was just that, I, was, I became a Bible nerd. I was just in love with the Word of God. You are hungry. And, um, yeah. <laughs> and then eventually what happened was um, I had a hunger to go to Bible school, but I never really wanted to go because that was my number one fear was to become a Right. And uh, but I was just hungry for the word, so I signed up for Bible school. Never told nobody. Told my mom like the day of. I was like, "Hey, mom, <laughs> I'm actually tonight. I won't be at home because I'm going somewhere." And I'm like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> "That's kind of how I told my mom." So, yeah. <laughs> um, so I got plugged into Bible school, and then within probably about six or seven months. I was approached by my church to become the youth pastor and uh, kind of just grew from there. So that's kind of just a quick, uh, short version of, of the testimony, but yeah. Oh, the church approached you? Yeah, yeah. The that's senior crazy. pastor at the time, he, um, he, he knew that I was in Bible school. He knew that I loved young people. Yeah. Um, I just had it in my heart to be a uh, youth pastor. Our church never had a youth pastor. I don't know why it was in my heart, but it was. Obviously, knowing now is the Lord that put it there. And exactly. then uh, he, he sent me an email one day and said, you know, I need to meet with you. Mm-hmm. I saw that email just inside. It clicked in my spirit. He's going to approach me to be a youth pastor. I just, it, just knew it. There's one of the things that you just know. Wow. And then I sat down with him, and lo and behold, that's what it was. And just kind of just went from there. So I've been serving ever since at my church. Shout out to Gino Youth and BCF Red Roof. Good shout um, And I love Jesus, man. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, no, I've I seen that, man. Like, I've I seen how you how you uh, interact with the youth, and it's, it's very inspiring. Man, that's that's one of the reasons why I definitely wanted to to have you on the show so people can can hear your heart and and hear your views because I'm I've seen the fruit of your labor and I can tell anybody who's listening, man, this is this guy's a real deal. Um, when you're mentoring your youth at your church, when it comes to dating, um, why don't you explain your your view and why you possess this view? Okay, um, I may offend a lot of your listeners by talking about this. <laughs> you, um, you probably will, but it's some dating, of um, Yeah, I, I don't do it. I don't date. Um, I have to, I guess, explain so people really understand. But yeah. um, I see dating as something that individuals do casually. Mm-hmm. Um, they get into a casual relationship for the purpose of saying that, you know, they have a significant other, saying they have a boyfriend, saying they have a girlfriend, or just to build a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, scripturally, we don't see that. But yes, also scripturally, there's a lot of things you don't see. You don't see iPods, you don't see if you curse your radio show, that doesn't mean it's a sin. <laughs> yeah. However, um, it's the principle that's in it. It's, it's all the things that get caught up in it. And um, just growing up in high school and even in just college years, just looking at all these people who were casually dating, mm-hmm. I was the individual that just stood on the outside and watched them and I just didn't, it just didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. I, I see casual dating as people getting together, hooking up, and even if it's Christian, obviously this is a nifty Christian show, so we're talking about born-again believers who are, who are intelligent 
with believers, but they're just hooking up to be in a casual relationship. Yes, you may not be having sex, which you know you're not supposed to be doing according to scripture, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of just emotional stuff that you're tying up with, and I just I just didn't really agree with it. Um, I just kind of had a mindset a while ago, like when I was a teen, I just had a mindset of just like, I would rather just meet somebody who's supposed to be my wife, have a relationship with the Lord, and the Lord reveal it to both of us, and then we walk into a relationship. Um, people think that that's bizarre or that's outdated, but I don't think there's a date to it. I think God has a purpose with it. Um, trial and error when it comes to dating, I don't necessarily agree with, so I don't encourage it with my students. Mm -hmm. However, if their parents, you know, okay, then I'll support them, but I, I wouldn't say, okay, yeah, you know, just browse around and, you know, go online on Facebook or look around your school and find somebody who's attractive and then build a relationship. To me, that's, that's hit and miss. To me, that's, that's taking all of the perspective of having a relationship with God and having him give you wisdom and guidance and throwing that out the door and then all of a sudden you taking care of your own probably the biggest relationship, the biggest decision you're going to make in your life, which is mm. building a relationship with another person and becoming one with them. So I just never really agreed with it. Um, there's one uh, quote that I heard years ago, and I was probably about like 15 when I heard it, and it stuck with me. Right. Uh, pastor was preaching about uh, relationships, and he says that he sees he's, he's dating as um, practicing for divorce. And, wow. um, like, Are you serious? Oh, like, dude, that's rude. That's like, hold on. Like, you know, sometimes somebody says, hey, you just want to pause? Yeah. I was like, wow. And then I just really just started meditating on it. I'm like, in a way, I guess he's right. Because when you think of it, and, I, and I've broken down this to, to some of my students before, I said, like, dating is kind of like practicing for divorce. Because what you do in dating is you find somebody casual that you're attracted to, mm -hmm. and you build a relationship. And let's say, you know, three months down the line, something happens, and you guys break up something breaks up and then after you get over the healing and the hurry stuff now you're gonna, you're on the lookout for somebody else who's better than the last and we even have it in our in our hip-hop culture on to the next one it's the same you know on to the next one but you got to find out somebody who's better than the last so let's say you broke up because i don't know uh, she was very clingy to you and your gentleman she's very clingy to you right next thing you're going to look for is a girl who's not clingy you know, so uh, uh, then you hook up with a girl who's not clingy, and then you break up with that girl, and then, you know, she had issues. And all you're doing is weeding out things that you don't like about people. And then eventually you may end up getting married. And then once you're married, you have this mindset of there's things that I don't like. Now, you know, let me get on to the next one. So wow. It's that mindset. And, like, it just really stuck with me. I'm just like, yeah, like, that's kind of why I don't run around and date. Like, I don't, like, casually date. Um, so the argument of dating, uh, you know, how are you going to actually find a wife? How are you going to actually find a spouse? Mm -hmm. um, I really do seek the Lord. I really do seek the Lord's wisdom, and people may think that I'm left-wing. Um, I, I don't know. I really line up all my stuff with godly wisdom and scripture. Uh, yeah, I may be in my 30s and I'm not married yet, but I also know that I'm in my 30s, and I don't have a long list of girlfriends that I went through and a long list of hurt. <laughs> yeah. A long list of, of, of bad issues that I see with people who are now my age, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think in the midst of that, like, I think I have been walking with, with godly wisdom. So uh, when it comes to dating, I personally don't encourage it. Not just because it's not in scripture, but it just, it just doesn't, to me, it just doesn't make sense. Like, I mean, we're trained by Paul to not be conformed to the to the world. And mm -hmm. it's, it's a worldly mentality. Um, do we bring it in the church? Yeah, a little bit. Can God bless it? Yes, he can. I know many individuals who got together dated and God's blessed and they have a wonderful relationship. But for me, I don't think the mindset is to jump in the pool and just say, hey, okay, I'm ready to explore relationships. Let me now start searching with these websites and Facebook and, you know, going to the mall and going out to Christian events and singles ministry. Don't get me started. Singles ministry. <laughs> 
<laughs> I stay away from those things. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're just targeted out. So, uh, me personally, I just... I, I just can't click with it. So, so like, so like, in terms of the parents of of these youth who who may disagree with that mindset, how how do you handle that backlash? Like, have you seen some of them kind of taking your points and kind of get reformed, or what has been your, your experience at least with the with, with the parents? Um, parents do agree with me because I'm because uh, I'm bringing wisdom, but I'm kind of bringing it from a different perspective. Right. Uh, a lot of parents I find are just really just abrupt, just full stop. You know, you're not allowed to date because I say so. Mm. Um, I kind of give an explanation biblically. I give an explanation with a physical philosophical viewpoint. I give an explanation through experience, and like it just gives more wisdom to the pot when it comes to making a decision. So yeah. um, some of them do co-sign with me. Um, we <laughs> we do have a lot of individuals who want to see me hurry up and married off um, but <laughs> I, I think again that's, that's with wisdom I would never just and for me personally okay Neff, okay. for me personally I just see it as this it would make no sense for me to, to find a, a girl mm-hmm. and just say you know I want to casually date you you know and then just get you all mixed up in, in a bunch of emotions and maybe even hopes of the future and, mm-hmm. and just and, I mean throw the sexual stuff out the door just all the, the, the emotional mix up and then just for some reason or another, end the relationship and then be stranded. Uh, to me, that's not gentlemanlike. To me, that's not uh, man of God like. I think if I'm going into a relationship, it would be with a purpose. And that's why I see the difference between dating and courtship. And it's another thing I'll get oh, you know, courting is, is outdated. I don't think it's outdated per se. Maybe the philosophy back in the 1800s is. Yeah. But for me, dating is getting into a relationship with a purpose of having a relationship. Courting is getting into a relationship with the purpose of being married. Mm. So if I, if you see stuff with somebody uh, of the opposite sex and I'm growing a relationship, you know, because in my mind, I believe I can marry her. I'm just walking out the steps right now. Mm. I would never jump in a relationship and just say, hey, let's try this out. Because for me, it's kind of trial and error. And again, I know I may offend a lot of people and I have just getting into conversations, but I, I, I strongly urge you to just like sit and think. Be like, you know what? Does this really work? Should I just jump in a relationship and then throw all the prayers in the mix? You know, God is this small life. God is my husband. God bless this. God bless that. Or should I backstep it and have the relationship with God and ask him for the wisdom before I jump in? You know, that's where I see the perspective of. No, no. And you know what, man? Like, hindsight's always twenty twenty, man. It's, it's one of those things where, like, as you're saying it and I'm looking back and I'm, I'm remembering um, certain experiences I had with, with dating. And a lot of them were not positive experiences. And there's, you know, and I, I say this, but I think there's probably people that I might have even messed up um, because of that mentality that I, I had. And I'm trying to think now, I mean, how much better would I, I've been if I possessed your mentality and your train of thought? So, I mean, I think a lot of people can, can agree and can attest to the fact that most people that who do date in their teens end up having some sort of negative experience and sometimes that experience is so negative that they actually create distance between them and God. Um, I've seen I've seen kids blame God for breakups and things of that nature, right? And it creates a big distance between them and their and their heavenly father. So I feel where you're coming from, man. Trust me. This is this is why like I wanted to talk to you about it. Like I got some more points that I'm gonna hit on throughout throughout the course of the show um but i definitely wanted to like get the fire started with with you man i think oh man um nobody's gonna be offended man i think i think i think i think you've you've brought some good practical knowledge and some good biblical knowledge as well and if they're offended i'm I'm gonna slap them 
That's how we do. That's how we do, man. Um, real quick, man. What's going on with the music? What's going on with the music? Um, uh, I guess I need people like you in my life to encourage me. You know, I'm writing <laughs> here and there, but never really serious with it. So yeah, um, yeah, you'll see me at shows. I'll, I'll, I'll do you know live shows and stuff. But when it comes to sit down and doing a full project, I'd rather be serious with it. So um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna holler at you, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. holler at you. Um, if if people want to contact you, for all the people that are in the Toronto area who want to come out to the to the G Now Youth, um, plug your 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 info on your Twitter, man. Uh, Twitter, um, Rock MC, R O C K M C. Follow me on Twitter. I chat a lot, talk a lot about Jesus, fitness training, and just randomness. So you can connect with me there if you're on Facebook. Um, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Twitter, yeah. Twitter's the main thing if you want to connect with me. So that's, that's what's up. Was it at, at Rock MC, no, right? Never, never hook you up. They'll hook you up if you want to really connect with me. So that's what's up. <laughs> hey, homie, man. I really, really appreciate you, man. Thank you so much again for calling in and dropping them gems on me, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All blessed, man. God bless you. All right. Don't touch that dial. We've got more heat coming your way. Coming your way. Holyculture.net is sponsoring the Drop CD. That's right, fam. And it's going to be free 99. Free 99? Yep. Available for free download. Featuring artists worldwide. From First Infantry. Adam C. Duncan. Benjamin Dillavoo. Bridging the Gap. Chino Life. Dylan Chase. Dooch. E-Fusion. Exodus Movement. I.E. Mark Arthur, Sunrise, Street Pastor, Twice Born, and Urban D. Holy Culture Drop CD, available August 2nd. The new K107 FM Jams is your number one gospel hit music station and the brand new home of the Nifty Christian Radio Show. Every Sunday from 4 to 6 p.m. That's right. Tune in to hear us discuss topics like Did God really tell you to do it? Women who hyphenate their names after marriage. When your spouse wants intimacy, but you don't. And of course, do men really lie more than women? No topic is off limits to the Nifty Christian Radio Show. So tune in every Sunday from 4 to 6 p.m. On your number one gospel hit music station, the new K107 FM Jams. FM Jams. We know you like the hip-hop music, but you also want the right message in the content. Well, let me introduce some and present to others the digital music source for hip-hop's next generation. HolyCultureDownload.com The people's choice for Christian hip-hop and R&P. Bringing you all the flavors you need. From the East, the West, the Midwest, the Holy South, and all around the globe. The hip-hop culture's not going anywhere. Arm yourself with music representing the kingdom. HolyCultureDownload.com Get ready. This is Canada's number one talk show. Check it out. Number one. Yes, yes, man. Welcome back to the Nifty Christian Radio Show. Um, mm. Thank you so much for for staying with us, man. And uh, that was my dude, Rock, man. That's he, he said it all right there, man. He that's, did. that's that's my homie right he there. Did. I think if you were listening to this show before that interview and you disagreed with us um, even slightly, I think after hearing that interview, mm-hmm. your view should be quite quite different. And um, let me just say, man, like our heart behind the show, we're not trying to condemn anybody um, or start or pick fights with anybody. Uh, we don't believe that dating is wrong or sinful. Uh, we view it kind of like driving a car 
without wearing your seatbelt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can still get to your destination. Yeah, but, um, but it's, could, it's dangerous. You could die along the way. You know what I mean? It's it, it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's one of those things where um, this society today, we've basically been conditioned to drop out of school after failing one quiz. Uh, the mentality is it's a very quit and move on to the next mentality. Mm-hmm. We're hoping that divorce rates can drop in the church. Uh, that people will have more fruitful relationships because the world should be looking at us Christians and saying, you know what, I want my marriage to, to look like that. You gotta be like them. Exactly. Because the, mm-hmm. the world has this skewed view of marriage that marriage is a slave ball and chain type thing. Mm-hmm. And there's no real biblical example that they can look up to and say, you yep. know what, that's what They're it, should, very, it should look like. The world is very, very quick, as a matter of fact, to point a finger when Christians fall. Yeah. When Christians yeah. stumble, when they make a mistake, when they trip. The world is right there to laugh and go, ha ha. And you know, it's 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 funny. If, if we're doing things like the world, like dating, then the results of these things are also going to be like the world as well. Mm-hmm. So if you want to have a different result than what the world has, we need to operate with a different mentality than what the world has. And a different mentality is really not dating just to date. Uh, but really assessing somebody in the friendship phase and then moving from the friendship to a courtship phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, that's just... that's Just um, just, just skip the dating phase yeah, altogether. You know, it makes sense. It's safer. Um, you know, it's not the only way. And we always say that friendship has to be the basis of a marriage. Man, trust we me. We always say that. Trust me. So if you're not doing that, you don't have a leg to stand on anyway. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, you know, what we're saying, I mean, if if you accept it, um, you know, it's very hard to end up with emotional baggage and be hurt. But on, on the flip side, uh, if you do date, uh, not that it's wrong or anything, but there is a higher potential for emotional hurt, uh, you know, yep. even physical hurt. Uh, there's more opportunity for premarital sex. There's yep. more opportunity for STDs. There's more opportunity for teen pregnancy. The percentage of a broken heart is very high. It goes very high. And, of course, it teaches you to uh, break up and move on to the next one. Yep. Uh, so it, it's a mentality that should not be in the church. Uh, unfortunately, it's there. But um, I think Casey and myself um, are going to be starting something new in terms of a campaign uh, to really change this mentality and really get people on the path of sticking and really just yeah. uh, building, you know, the foundation of, of marriages and families and Look out for hopefully that. changing us. So We're going to be, be doing more than just talking yeah. about this. Yeah, this, this ain't just a show, man. This show's just the beginning. And trust me, man, we're going, we going hard, son. In case, hard. in case in case y'all didn't know what NIFTY stands for, it stands for Nothing is Impossible for the Youth. Holla. Don't know if you knew that, but uh, it's a little fun fact for you. Holla. Um, <laughs> Segway in terms of fun facts, in terms of just fun, we got my man DJ Versatile. He is back. Hey man, hallelujah. Hey Verse. <laughs> um, he's got he's got such a great spinoff plan for y'all today. So um, we know with, without any further ado, let's bring on my man DJ Versatile. Remember to love all those around you, love the one above you. If you can do that, then you too can be a nifty Christian. Much, Much love. love, y'all. Peace. Here we go. This is the spin-off. You ready? Yeah, yeah spin them tunes, homie. Spin-off with the greatest DJ in the world. Hold up, hold up, hold up. DJ! An insanely skilled and destroyer. Yeah. This is DJ Versatile. In the mix. Let's go.
on the rhythm. Vicious on the rhythm. Vicious on the rhythm. Vicious on the rhythm. Vicious on. Vicious on. Vicious on. Vicious on the. Vicious on the rhythm. Leave the beat in a bad position. It's going need more than stitches when I'm finished with. Vicious on the rhythm. Leave the beat in a bad position. It's going need more than stitches when I'm finished with it. And that's a clever way to say what my intention is. Kill the track with vengeance and I won't hide the evidence. There's no question left. I won't second guess the infinite. The heavens open up for men to enter in. The sanctuary in the sky where we worship him. I can't access it. Ain't came to pass yet. We still live in the middle ground. They call my style under. I slap mics with my upper hand. Broken man, God's redemption plan gives me hope. And that might be the rawest rhyme I ever wrote. So raw, the blood is still red. E. coli, FIFA, full from a giant on a drum. Iron lung when the fire comes, light it up brighter. And keep it raw till I hear well done. <laughs> Bless 
start, I haven't hardly forgot. I have a head start, I haven't hardly forgot. I have a head start, I haven't hardly forgot. I have a head start, I haven't hardly forgot. Step pops introduce me to Marley and Tom. These ingredients were up top ever since I've been under the influence of the mix like Marley and Hobbs. And of course, as a team who had seen divorce, rumble combat, cuts and breaks, had a familiar face like a place where I'd been before. My misappropriated interest to be no more is when I first heard the microphone team's report. It was like a lock mechanism click in the door. Over time, my gift refined and reinforced. Hot bars I forge, my vocal cords transform to an acetylene torch for your. On course for the heart of the creator They say I'm just trying to make my way to the source Turn the page on these haters, no support to fall back on it So I fell forward and leaned on my dream, let's roll I got no backup, man, only one plan Lay it all on the line, yo, it's crunch time Put my dream in effect, place my bet, I'm all in High stakes, kid, I'm playing the win Doing what I got A matter of time, like a stopwatch in progress A young mind growing, asking where do I go next Rhyme professor, no desk, a Rolodex Took my own steps through And direct to unexpected fresh Flavor in the process, like an intel chip Co-created by hostess Never mind the joyride I was dying on the inside to take the microphone on a road test Small fry, no enterprise yet My inner mind's eye Saw a star in the track of my thoughts With a holodeck Imagining the game set match with no setbacks Far-fetched, still out of my own quest like Frodo, but solo. Others leave your board like a broke deck. You get hooked in these lines of fresh catch, yet no sleeping, living the dream no less, yo. I got no backup, man, only one plan. Lay it all on the line, it was crunch time. Put my dream in effect, place my bet, I'm all in. High stakes, kid, I'm playing the win. In the weight of its worth The world hates me, of course Cause it hated you first If they're armed heavy with guns There's nothing new under the sun This stunt's already been done They set the crowd with their loud antithesis Yet the scriptures testify With the cloud of witnesses The beatings they had Didn't silence their voice They rejoiced And were exceedingly glad When Jesus addressed with candor They said he was demon-possessed with slander And it might get worse John writes this verse How Cain slew Abel for his righteous words They won't leave us alone Stephen was stoned Looked up and saw you standing at the seat of your throne Yeah, we endure cause we see the deal It don't dare compare with the glory to be revealed Keep pressing toward the blessed reward Remember, the kingdom of heaven is yours For the sake of the Lord Take up your cross Endure, the kingdom of heaven is yours Keep pressing toward the blessed reward Remember, the kingdom of heaven is yours For the sake of the Lord Take up your cross Endure, the kingdom of heaven is yours 
No longer is my vision tinted Cause in the mirror I can see the gift He's given us and it's his image This I'm considering that it's a gimmick If we say we're living in his image Then they figure that we're schizophrenic There's no identity crisis and sure faith The orchestrates that in the instant our lives are coordinate The spirit is indwelling us Changing us till it unveils his character And we'll come tell the sheriff's cup like Christ will see wrath on the side of heaven But we rest in Matthew 5.11 A life blessed than this poverty The destiny we're modeling The world couldn't change our perspective with a lobotomy Measure us a problem, breathe Neglect the common needs, depressing us Won't make us lesser in our quantity The born again, God's adorning in with the season And that measures faith And for this reason we will celebrate Keep pressing toward the blessed reward Remember, the kingdom of heaven is yours For the sake of the Lord Take up your cross, endure The kingdom of heaven is yours Keep Pressing toward the blessed reward Remember, the kingdom of heaven is yours For the sake of the Lord Take up your cross, endure The kingdom of heaven is yours Us your sons and your daughters We led to the slaughter We persecuted by a word that abhors us Following your footsteps Living off your good rep We get depressed cause we haven't understood yet That suffering produces perseverance Stay focused on Christ, no interference All of these trials and toys will experience But in the end we'll see your holy radiance like Polycarp, burned at the stake Didn't deny Christ, won't burn in the lake Serve God faithfully, 86 years The bishop was Myrna who was revealed When reviled, you're his child Undefiled, reconciled When they threaten to hand us Big questions, be ready to answer And keep pressing Keep pressing toward the blessed reward Remember, the kingdom of heaven is yours For the sake of the Lord Take up your cross, endure The kingdom of heaven is yours Keep pressing toward the blessed reward Remember, the kingdom of heaven is yours For the sake of the Lord Take up your cross, endure The kingdom of heaven is yours Shop. Last but not least, all praise to the higher power. I made a vow that 
never stand tall over evil eye tower. We living in the last days, better yet the last hours. So me keep teaching in the words that I quote and keep speaking till I got a sore throat. Dope is what I am, it's all up in my system. Never back down like Jake Tyler, come and get some. Yes, I'm a soldier, not quite militant. I prefer righteous, my gripes legitimate. You feeling it? No, some say we do it well. Far from illmatic, so it ain't hard to tell. We went from uplifting to everybody drifting. Forget about the sound, party people dumb it down. Will we stay afloat? Pray to God we won't drown. Only one solution, bring back the underground. I give a shout out to those that didn't know this road but fell in love with the flow. Last but not least, much love to the few that believe when I didn't have a clue what to do. Last but not least, I'll never compromise on the track looking for that. What I give, I'll give back. Last but not least, yeah, I took the long path but the last shout was first and first shot be last. Against the grain, gotta pray, let's be falling in the sand. 
said You know the sin and I speak And the truth and the word of God Cause you're afraid of losing a friend Friend Now if you saw your friend About to get hit by a car You would run and push him out of the way Wait Because you love him You would shove him To keep the taker from shuffling That brown dirt over his grave Now If you would go to great lengths To save a man's life Cause you don't want to see him Dying on the road Then Tell me how much more Should you tell him about the Lord Because you care about the state of his soul So The man is so much more That I really wanted to say But I chose to keep it simple and light Light so keep teaching Keep preaching the world They need Jesus much more Than we need to be like Let's get it coming Standing right here Looking here with me Down and I know you know what it's like to be hurt by the church You can be hurt by the world, but the church is much worse when they Take your past and they backbite You try to rearrange boring again in life But look at you now, you can't live it down Sitting at home on your couch and you're wondering how Did I get from point A to point B? I thought I was growing, but I'm just seeing I was asleep Feeling sorry for yourself and all that's fine But they in the church, they fine They gonna be alright, but they praising and shouting While you sitting at home pouting, wondering if they gonna give you a call Not at all Everything I got, everything I am, everything I'm not I wanna be mature in you, I gotta take it one step at a time to get through The struggle, the mumbles, the whispers, the laughter the people said I wasn't crap cause My past histories had me I gave my testimony and they started clapping He told me the Lord forgave me so I went and he saved me But the next month the church started to play me Church family was hypocritically talking So when I heard it I took immediate caution Going once, going twice, so like an auction So I got up, headed out the door like expulsion so I ain't going back over there But started to realize I wasn't going anywhere So I opened up to Matthew 18, 15 Went to my brother just to get the air clean So when somebody in the church treats you wrong Approach them, don't let them hold you down and move on Yeah, yeah Feels good, don't it? Oh yeah, that feels good, now don't it? Oh, yeah. 
This is the moment that I feared the most And I can't go no further Living life like this A killer soldier in the past I tried getting it right It didn't last Saw the ladies showing me love They wanna play tag So my phone's on overload And I'm doing it bad Dime pieces The homie steady calling for bags Riding dirty all the time Looking out for the task Hat low, eyes lower In the club with the fam Clearing calls for my girl Grey goose in my glass Do a little two-step While she's shaking it fast Feeling myself Cause I popped one of them Batmans Face screwed up And it's whatever with any man, I know I ain't living right, so I gotta get it right. The daily struggles in the day of a man to make a man fall down in his hands. And 
if it don't rise from it, it'll probably die from it, and never get it right in the end, and it goes, the daily struggles in the day of a man, I make a man fall down in his hands, and if you don't rise from it, it'll probably die from it, and never get it right in the end, in the end. Wake and bake became a daily routine As a team, breathing for one thing only Other than my hip-hop dreams The homies know me as king of the green Rolling and bowling like striking pins I'm fighting sins, dying to win With Dr. Jekyll against the Mr. Hyde within But I commence to hide within Cause my pride is thick Third eye is shifting, now I'm trying to ride defense Man, this life's a trip I don't know what's killing me quicker The ism or the suspense And this liquor I'm sipping, it ain't helping either My spirit is torn between deceiver and redeemer So it's neat and cleaning And Jesus, I'm a believer I know he's real, I can feel him Now if only I can keep him here and hear me on the regular I'd be a better son and better off overall Lord, please help me be slow to fall the daily struggles in the day of a man I make a man fall down in his hands And if you don't rise from it, they'll probably die from it And never get it right in the end And it goes Daily struggles in the day of a man I make a man fall down in his hands And if you don't rise from it, they'll probably die from it And never get it right in the end I've seen the glow of the streets when my soul was incomplete It was calling like mother's voices when it's time to come and eat I reach deep into my can't do's Haunted by my past views Click clacking artillery and bear my sets tattoos A true street child, that's for bloodstream I blast off the crushed dreams and send off the bus things My nickname was Bill Blast for a reason Face the two to five, living up to its completion Man, my breathing hand the quick up in that courtroom The truth pierced my heart with the prosecution's harpoon No cartoon could illustrate how I was functioning A puncture wound and pride inside with the pain rushing in I'm tussling, scared to death to see a retrial About to lose my mind like an elder going senile Lord, you ain't controlling your mercy as mine to grab Needless to say, Jesus Christ is the best defense to have And it's like that Daily struggles in the day of a man I make a man fall down in his hands And if you don't rise from it, you'll probably die from it And never get it right in the end And it goes The daily struggles in the day of a man I make a man fall down in his hands And if you don't rise from it, you'll probably die from it And never get it right in the end And so it begins Who would have ever thought that this day was bright I got a deal writing rhymes It's a state for fright Mother speaking wisdom to my ears Giving great advice At times I write only just to see my status life right. With so much folly up in my trolley Can God use someone like me And I keep asking the same question See my brow stay sweating But the spirit gives rest indeed It's not about you young as he says I decrease the increase in my sentences I need Jesus deep thesis that is heaven sent Please believe it is him that I'm resting in Since I get my strength from the bread of life So I feast on and drink water from as well Should I keep going? See sipping, see spitting, I'm in deep thought This ordeal made me feel like she sees flawed huh, Can you see the fears up in my eyes, homie? I still muse upon the words that shy told me About the woman that I cared for, time show me Awaken love before time and you sigh only huh, But I only rise up in my mind Rest in God's great love, memorize what has been tried And tested out the reason my impressions were depressive But I am never the one to Taking antidepressants, but simply suppressing what you people impressed with me. I am nothing but see the grandest message that I speak is, and I ain't coming here with eloquence. But hoping that a true state's taking precedence. Huh. Are you getting this? I share my burdens on this verse and my hurt. Lord God, take residence in the innermost parts of my being. So when they see me, they see you. But it seems many men won't hear it. Don't care what the words say. See, I don't rhyme the heavy wild by the wordplay. No, this is more than a song. I am weak. He is strong. I am me, he is God, yeah I'm always speaking about the immortal No portal to the Father, just Christ I mean the way, the truth say We talk about what we got But some days I lay awake in my bed Cause I be afraid, be afraid.
Stale water, do you see the state? Smell the aroma, read them Romans in my secret place. The sacrifice of atonement is what he became. This YGP and Serena always screaming grace. No perfect on the surface, this will seem great. Many think that we claim to be, but Christ likes only what we aim to be. Don't care if we don't swing in the major leagues because. We wanna live a life as a bond servant, live amongst many, but we're living for one person. And I'm certain that his words are eternal, so who could I turn to but the ruler whose rod's working? Huh. The shepherd of the sheep, but the scapegoat. The echo this God save souls. I'ma say so, really, till my last breath. Praying I found busy for his kingdom in my last step. Can't have step in the past tense, I did. Was brought out of the pit, God showed I'm his. It's surreal that this deal still sits on the table. Even if the rain canes, God's more than able to do it. So even if I stare at gloom, I trust in Jesus to stand me through. Yeah, I'm living with the end in view. So it begins, but it's ending soon. Waking up with you every morning. You make the sunrise say peekaboo. Your whole creation is amazing, even though it's grown in and ate in the trees, the birds, the bees, the sky, the air, the clouds make me wonder why, Lord. You did this for little us. Your design for man was so meticulous. Lord, you're so ill with it. Even when I stray, you stay committed. I don't deserve it, but you chose me. You pulled the weed out and made a hole. I wanna walk like you. Talk like you, see like you, be like you, I gotta share like you, care like you, give like you, live like you, we gotta pray like you, think like you, love like you. Everywhere I go, I'm seeing lost souls. Wondering if they'll ever see the street of gold. Why does the road to destruction and they ain't getting off? I try to signal, but they on their own collision course. Sometimes I feel, what's the use with this ministry? And the Bible brings me peace and serenity. Takes me back when I first got saved. I was crunk, you said, hey, take it day by day. Now my mind is Philippians 121. Thank you for my Kit Kat and my kids to come. Being a Christian doesn't mean you're perfect. It's a marriage, not a marriage system. You can't earn it. Gotta walk like you, talk like you, see like you, be like you. I gotta share like you, care like you, give like you, live like you. Gotta pray like you, think like you, love like you. You are my rock and my fortress When my path is blocking like the torches To make a new way, to start a new day When you talk to my spirit, I say touche Purging the hiss of Lord, you made me clean Watch me whiter than snow so I can shout I'm redeemed Cause you deserve all the praise You are the future of tomorrow and the ancient of days I wanna walk like you Talk like you See like you Be like you I gotta share like you Care like you Give like you Live like you We gotta pray like you Think like you Love like you Lord, I just wanna 
Satan. I'm a changed man. That's God's honest truth.
What are you saying? Stop it, I mean it! <laughs> 